I could take the train. Mm-hmm. The NJ Transit? To Penn and then take a cab to the rink. But I, I'm carrying a hockey bag. Yeah. Which does give me the chance to drink. So that is nice. Or, you know where it else gives you the chance to drink? Atlantic City. Howdy, it's Wednesday, November 15th, 2023, and this is episode 215 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined as always by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? AC trips. Yeah, you did it. I think we had a trip report two episodes ago. Yeah. This is a trip report, possibly next episode of the trip report. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I, I think almost certainly next episode will be a trip report. A solo trip report? <laughs> it's possible, but uh, there will be a trip report. What would your wife say if everyone else bails and you're just like, well, I was in the 48-hour window. I couldn't cancel. It's only logical. Like, no one wants to pay that 50 bucks to cancel. No. You have to go. Surely they would not just let you out of the $50 if you called. No, never. I mean, I know that you're just the king of canceling your Caesars rooms within 48 hours, right? I think I've only done that once. Uh, and it was during COVID and they were very lenient about it. Yeah. Certainly, like, if you remember the the first weekend of covid when i checked out a day early they were just like yeah that's fine like march 15th 2020 <laughs> or whatever they're like yeah, that's totally fine yeah i guess just to jump ahead like right now i'm booked for thursday through saturday at trop and it, it sounds like it's probably gonna be friday through saturday instead so i'll probably at least have to call up and uh try to get them to take thursday night off of my my booking and and leave friday there so we'll see what they say we'll get to that you know when we get to that so much to get to before that i know including so, so much always once never yeah my category for this one japanese restaurants mainly because i was just trying to think of some category of something that we've done three of mm -hmm. and we've actually done four japanese restaurants so before i get into the always once never we have to figure out which three even belong and my thought was that Nobu is too much in a different echelon than the others. But I'll mm -hmm. hear, hear an argument if you have it. The other three are Kuro at Hard Rock, Osu at Tropicana, and Izakaya at Borgata. By in another echelon, do you mean just by price or yes. by... Okay. I mean, Kuro, I think, is quite expensive as well, at least when we went. Right. I think it's significantly more expensive than, say, Izakaya or Osu. I thought Osu was not cheap, for sure. Oh, no, Osu wasn't cheap, and Izakaya is also not cheap. Like, don't get me wrong. These are not, none of them are, are inexpensive restaurants. But I've never gotten, like, a la carte food at Kuro. It was only the one day that we went with your brother and got, like, the chef tasting menu. Right. So would we spend it at Nobu something like $600 for the three of us? 500 with, and then we used two celebration dinners. Right, right. Okay, so 500 And I think when we went to Kuro, it was 450 for the three of us or something. Oh, maybe. I remember it was remember. extremely expensive possible so whereas osu we for one bought a whole bottle of sake and and it was still like for five of us it was still under three hundred dollars i think but you also use a diamond celebration dinner right right no like even before that the one argument i could see for taking osu out of this is that it's sort of a generic like i wouldn't take osu out i think i think nobu being like if it were in the list i would it would have to be once more just because i can't go to nobu like i can't afford to go right. to nobu every trip so yeah i mean maybe that makes for a more interesting discussion than the other three but I, the other three feel very much more similar to me uh-huh 
I think Kuro is trying to be in, in, in Nobu's class or whatever. I mean, it was open before Nobu was open in AC, but I think that's like what they want to be. I think it's definitely a step below that. I think it even understands that it's a step below. <laughs> so anyway, Kuro, Osu, Izakaya. I thought Osu and Izakaya were both very good. Even even Kuro was was good too. For, I mean, for me, Kuro, like the value wasn't there like it was maybe at, at Osu or Izakaya when I've been. And when I say value, that's in like quotes again, because I think you're should plan on spending at least a hundred dollars a person at, at any of these places uh even like before drinks maybe not at osu but but at kuro and izakaya yeah I, I mean i think a lot of it as as many of these questions do might come down to location partially as well kuro is probably the most conveniently located of the three <laughs> honestly like holding out to borgata every trip that's not perfect holding out to trap every trip is also probably not perfect i think going out for a meal the location doesn't affect me so much because it's, uh, I think it's easy enough to like drive out to Borgata and get a dinner and it's worth going out for a whole dinner versus pay the $5 in parking. Oh, can't, can't deal with the $5. No, might even be more now. I don't know. I mean, I'm still MGM gold, but probably not for long since they've de delinked with Hyatt. Oh no. <laughs> like my obvious gut feeling is, is Kuro's going into the ocean. Is it kind of Osu were both very good looking at the restaurant itself. I'd probably slightly rather do Izakaya always but it's really very close i think i don't think there was too much of a difference between izakaya and osu the time i've been to to each of them uh i don't think you can really go wrong either way i mean taking location into it maybe maybe osu would be always and izakaya would be once more just because it's it's a bit more of a hassle to get out to borgata for me but uh kuro's definitely going in the ocean so i was not super impressed with osu i have to say i thought it was uh -huh. fine but not anything to write home about I absolutely loved Izakaya. I know you were not as impressed with Izakaya when you went. No, I thought Izakaya was fine. I mean, it was expensive. I remember that. Me and my wife, I think we did not drink, and it was $200 for dinner for the two of us. I'm definitely going Izakaya always. My question is more Osu, which I liked, and Kuro, which I was not impressed with at all. Mm -hmm. However, Kuro gets incredibly good reviews. Yes. I suspect that, I mean, I'll go out and say maybe we should try Kuro again. Yes, so that's why I'm going once more with Kuro. We we went, like, literally days after it had opened, too, so... We did the tasting menu. I'd like to try mm -hmm. just ordering stuff yep. off the menu. I know people really like it, so I, I really want to try it again. And with Osu, I feel like I've done it. I don't really need to do it again. I certainly don't want it to have it my always, where I'm going every time. So I'm going to go always Izakaya. Mm -hmm. Once more Kuro. Once more Kuro. Osu into the ocean. I don't think you lose much by getting rid of Osu. An honorable mention, Nobu, one time. Yeah. Nobu, yeah. I definitely don't need to do again. <laughs> I'd like to do Nobu again. One more time at some point really? in my life. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very good. I thought it was one of the best meals of my life. Yeah, it was extremely, extremely good. But just in terms of price, I'm like, eh. Again, I don't think it's like so different from any of the other. Like Osu, I think, is a step cheaper than all of these. But yes, I think it's not substantially different than Kuro or Izakaya from what I remember mm. in terms of price. So wait, you went... I went, Osu always, Izakaya once more, Kuro into the ocean. And I went, Izakaya always, Osu into the ocean, Kuro once. Yep. I have to say, um, other than our like pretty medium experience at Kuro, I think all four of these are, are very good. And, and I would suspect if we went back to Kuro, I would like it a lot more the second time if we chose the food we wanted ourselves. I agree. I think my main problem with Kuro was the price. And when you're getting wave and wave of food, there are going to be some misses in there, like things that just are not things mm. that are my style or whatever and i thought that there were more misses than i would have liked 
Uh-huh. And I didn't think the cocktails were great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that obviously wasn't a concern for me. The beer was fine, I'm sure. We have not been to Mukashi at resorts, which is basically just a sushi in stand. the East Wind, right? Yeah. So I have been to the East Wind, but I don't think I've been to like the sushi bar inside of it. But East Wind is very good, I think. It's well known that I think all noodle bars are basically pretty good. I've been to the, what, what's the one in Ocean called? Like Xinbang. Xinbang, yeah. I've been there. We've been to Kwai several times, or at least I have. I know you, I don't think you've gone the last couple times we've been. No, but I've been at least three times. All the noodle bars, I think, are pretty good. UU at Hard Rock, I thought, was legitimately terrible. I've not been. <laughs> My wife didn't like what she got. I didn't like what I got. It was, yeah, not great. I, I'd say the one in Ocean was, was only okay. We have to go to Mukashi and try the sushi. So you went to Atlantic City? With two young children. How was it? Uh, it was a very different Atlantic City experience than I'm used to. That is for sure. Hmm. I guess I'll just go down the timeline and give some thoughts because I've been trying to wrap my head around my different thoughts about different things. And it's very hard because it's such a different way of experiencing Atlantic City. Even from the start of the trip, I was really trying to look at it from my kids' perspective, sort of knowing that. I wasn't going to feel the same way about it as I normally do about Atlantic City, where it's this thing that I totally separate from parenting and, and family life. Now it's like, okay, you've got to focus on parenting. This is all about making the kids happy. And that is not as relaxing as a <laughs> normal AC trip is. So we went on Thursday. We got to showboat around 1 p.m., parked in the garage. I thought about like parking somewhere where I could have gotten cheaper parking with some casino play, but I was like, ah, it's worth the money. What's it going to be? 25 bucks probably to park at Showboat and just have the car there. It was $25 a day. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It's a lot. It's a lot. Should have just left your car at Caesars for the two days. Well, what I thought was like, well, I'm not going to walk with the kids all the way with the bags, but I should yeah, have dropped them just off. Just drop them off. Yes, at Showboat and then, and then swung around gone, to Caesars. And picked, picked them up. Uh... And just gone and played there on... on the second to last night, or yeah, the last night, because it's 24 hours. I think it's 48. Oh, is it? Yeah, with the parking. I've definitely played the first day I've gotten there and still been able to use the parking. So I should have done that. Mm -hmm. It was costly mistake. Yeah, yeah. $50 is a lot. I'll get into that. It was more than $50. So I <laughs> uh, went to check in. Check in line not very long, but very slow. I don't know what was going on because we checked in very quickly. I thought about you. I saw there was a post on Reddit about someone checking in. I think it was a bit later in the day, like 5 or 6 p.m. on that Thursday. Oh, my God, and yes. They said it was, like, the biggest zoo they've ever experienced, and it was, like, many, many hours to check in. Yeah, when we got out of the water park, the line for check-in was absurd. Yeah. Like, someone posted on, on Reddit, and, yeah, it sounded like an extreme traumatizing experience. I don't know why everything takes so long at Chobo. Just intake in general. They do not have their systems down to handle things quickly. I don't know. I'll get into it later about the management of various things I think causes problems. But yep. checked in, got up to the room. I had booked a standard two-queen room, walk into the room. It's at the very end of the hall, and we have been put in a king balcony suite. <laughs> and I'm looking around this room, and it's like, this is a massive upgrade. Like, this is definitely not at all what I booked. Mm -hmm. It's a huge, huge room. Like, huge living area, two bathrooms, Views of Steel Pier in the ocean from multiple windows. Absolutely gorgeous views. Nice balcony. And I'm looking around like, this is crazy. Except part of the problem is I booked two queens because I have the two kids. And it's a one king. <laughs> uh -huh. 
And there's a sofa bed, but the sofa bed wasn't big enough for the kids, and they were going to complain about that. And so we sort of spent an hour figuring out, are we just going to go back and say, like, hey, this is very nice, thank you very much, but we need the two queen. And then I noticed on the bar in the living room, there's a note that says, Mr. Stone, and I open it up. And it says, welcome to Showboat. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Here's three free play cards. So clearly someone at Showboat, I don't know, saw my tweet or saw my name listen, in the system. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he remarked me for an upgrade. So, you know, I was really trying to give the everyman review of the whole process of everything. <laughs> and instead I got <laughs> hugely upgraded. Well, you still have some everyman uh, oh, yeah. parts coming up, I guess. Very nice room. We d- we ended up getting two rollaway beds and putting the kids in the rollaway beds. The room is definitely back from the showboat area. <laughs> some things need some updates. The second bathroom, the door wouldn't close. It's like a barnyard style, like sliding door and it wouldn't mm-hmm. close. The beds were not terribly comfortable, I have to say. But I looked into the other rooms, like the standard rooms, they looked perfectly fine. But I, I don't feel like I can give a real honest review of the, the different rooms. It smelled kind of old. <laughs> like it had that sort of like, if you've ever checked into a motel in a beach, it sort of has this like, oh, yeah, we're in a very mm-hmm. damp environment. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Not to the level of that trop room that we had in Havana Tower, like mustiness. But I don't know if you remember when I, I stayed in the, the garden tower in Bally's and the whole room was literally wet inside. Oh, man, that's, that's just miserable. Um, I had that once when I, we went to, I think, Bahamas, yeah. where just the room was just damp the entire time. Yeah, it's like 95% humidity in the room when I walked <laughs> in. I'm like, that's that's just not great. So we took our free game cards and went down and played at the Lucky Snake for a little bit. The kids just absolutely loving life, running around from game to game. So were, were these cards like one-hour unlimited cards? No, they're 100 credit cards. So you could actually use them for things like crane games and mm-hmm. getting tickets. So it's like... $20 each or something? Do you know what the... I think it's closer to 10 10 Okay. Yeah. It's like having chips. Like, you need to disconnect the price that you paid for all the points because, like, you'll never play a crane game if you realize how much the crane game costs. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you spend 50 bucks, you get a bunch of bonus credits, like all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah, very Dave and Buster's-y. They played some games. They played mini golf, which actually mini golf was 40 credits. You just get a ball out of a dispenser and then grab a a club. The mini golf seemed like great value. Like it's Yeah, that's not bad for like four bucks. The holes are small, but I, I really liked the theme of it. Like it was cool, sort of like a lot of board gamey type themes. That area I had seen pictures of. I don't know if you know where it is, but if you're walking in from the work, it's to the left of all the casino stuff. Uh-huh. So the casino's on your right and it's this is on the left. Is this like in the old fitness center area or? I think it used to be like a nickel slot area or something. It's got a big like showboat, multicolored like ceiling flourishes and stuff. So I was just sitting there standing, staring at that, loving it. I thought the mini golf, you know, there were pretty basic holes, but the theme was cool. The kids loved it. There's roller skating in there, which to me looks very basic. It's just like a synthetic floor with some orange temporary walls around it. My daughter loved the roller skating. She wanted to do it multiple times. It's like 13 bucks for half an hour. It's not terrible. But she did really enjoy that. And now she's like, oh, I want to go roller skating when we get home. Uh, what else is in that area? Oh, bumper cars are in that area, but we, need, we didn't do that. And then after a little while, we had played a bunch of games and decided to go get dinner because we needed to eat early before Disney on Ice at Boardwalk Hall. We were going to go to Lotteria on the boardwalk, which is like a taco place on the boardwalk. But I looked on Google and it said it was closed. They were only open like Friday through Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we ended up at Landshark. 
uh-huh. which had no weight. We were seated on the deck outside, like the covered deck. Yep. It was reasonably nice outside in terms of like not too cold. Uh, it was really nice sitting out on the deck. It took a while to get a server to come over. All the servers looked like so harried and, and frantic. I think they just didn't have enough servers for how many tables were there, even though there like were not that many people there. I think everybody was overwhelmed by how many people were there like Thursday and Friday <laughs> uh, between NJ Teachers Conference, all the schools closed, all the casinos doing Veterans Day promotions. It just seemed like nobody anticipated how many people would be in AC, and that was just like a running theme. Once we did get the food, we got a big plate of nachos. The kids devoured that. I got a cod sandwich, fried cod sandwich, which I had low expectations for based mm-hmm. on my prior experience at Landshark. Like I had gotten, I think, like a shrimp, fried shrimp thing basket once, and I just thought it was like right. barely mediocre. Like mediocre is I'm on record as saying that, you know, the worst fish tacos of my life were had at Landshark. So, <laughs> so my daughter did order fish tacos, and we were like, you're not going to like them. Don't order them. Get something else. And she she made a very convincing logical argument, which is like, why don't you let me try this thing I want to order? <laughs> I was like, well, you did just eat a ton of nachos with meat on them. So you've gotten, you know, some protein and some carbs. So she took one bite and decided she didn't like it, unsurprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's on your team with that. I don't know if she'd like any fish tacos. But my cod sandwich was very good. It was like surprisingly tasty fish, like a good jalapeno kind of mayo sauce on it. So I really liked it. Devoured the whole thing. I was surprised by that. The frozen drinks, I thought, were not very good, like just not very flavorful in any way. And just for a company in Margaritaville, that like that's their whole shtick. <laughs> it's, I feel like they should be better than they are. Mm-hmm. But it was still nice to like sit outside and then walked down the boardwalk, which my kids complained about the walk the whole way, to Boardwalk Hall. That's not far at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, they can't deal with any sort of uh, walking or adversity. Okay. Went into Boardwalk Hall, my first time inside Boardwalk Hall. It is gorgeous in there. I was so surprised how nice the concourse is. The whole building is just massive. And the way they've done the seating bowl around this, like, huge hall looks really cool and makes the concourse look really cool. It's basically a trap of Disney store stuff once you go into Disney on Ice. Like... Disney light-up wands, frozen snow cones in an Olaf mug that are $20. We didn't buy anything, and I don't know how we made it out of there without buying anything for the kids. And Mm -hmm. it felt like a huge victory not to buy anything. (laughs) The Disney on Ice show was way better than I was expecting. Like, just an excellent, well-done show. My wife and I were commenting how good it was. I don't know why online it said that it was 45 minutes, but it's, it's like 90 minutes with a short intermission. Which movies was it? Was it the same as mine? Or like I said, I had Frozen and Encanto as my two when I went last year. So the first 45 minutes was sort of like a general like history of Disney, you know, all the mm. Disney princesses stuff and like Mickey and Goofy and all that stuff. And then the second act was Frozen, Cars, Encanto, and Moana. Interesting. Yeah. Like ours was just part one was Frozen and that was it. And part oh. two was Encanto and that was it. No, they jammed a lot into this mm-hmm. one. No, it was like more or less reenactments of important scenes of the movies, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was a lot of, like, here's the big song from the movie to some sort of ice dancing kind of thing. Uh, the skaters were really good. Like, just the whole production was so good. I mean, it's Disney, so I don't know why I'm surprised. The intermission, again, is, like, just a chance to try to sell you a bunch of cotton candy and popcorn and, and light up wands. We somehow managed to get through 15 minutes of that without buying anything. And then once the show starts, like, it's so good that the kids just be quiet and they, they stop complaining about buying stuff. And then you have to shuffle them out of the, the theater without trying to get anything out of the uh, the arena. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, just like walking out of the arena, looking around at Boardwalk Hall, like, wow, this is so nice. And it really makes me want to go to more stuff there. I mean, it would be a great place to watch a hockey game if they still had a hockey team. But, you know, I don't think it's ever going to support a minor league hockey team. And then we went back and stopped at Sugar Factory on the way home for dessert on the way back to Showboat. Should have stopped at the uh, Rainforest Cafe. We could have. I think it was probably very crowded at that point because everybody was getting out of of Disney right next door. Went into Sugar Factory. No wait at all to be seated for dessert. I just got a s'mores martini. My son got a massive ice cream sandwich, cookies and cream between two big chocolate chip cookies. Although I think it was probably smaller than the one at Ocean. Yeah, the one at Ocean, they're big. Hopefully more frozen than the one you got at Ocean, too. Probably twice as expensive. My daughter got a milkshake. They have, like, massive milkshakes where the glass is coated in chocolate. And there was – it was, like, milkshake. And then through the straw was a brownie, a donut, another brownie. There was something else on there, not a cookie. I don't know. It was a lot. Marshmallows. It was just insane. But then the actual milkshake – was not very flavorful. <laughs> okay. My wife got a hot chocolate and the hot chocolate comes out with a bunch of marshmallows and whipped cream and like crazy stuff on it. Mm. And then same thing, like the hot chocolate was like not great. I think my son's cookie sandwich that was just regular what's, what's cookies the, and cream, best ice thing cream there? and pretty regular chocolate chip cookies was by far the best thing that any of us got. <laughs> How was your cocktail? It was fine. When you're getting a super sweet what cocktail like that, it's yeah, just yeah. a dessert, basically, and it was right. fine. But yeah, it was like very expensive, and the food, like I expected, is not really great. Like it looks cool, but it's not really all that good. <laughs> uh-huh. And then got everyone in bed. It was really late. It was like 11. Ooh. I could have gone to bed at that point, but I was like, eh, I want to see what's going on downstairs. I want to see if the arcade actually closes at 11. Uh, went down, and they fence off that full arcade at 11 p.m. Oh. You cannot get in. So it is fully fenced off the entire old casino area. The pinball room, which is off to the side next to the Atlantic City Eatery, that seems to just stay open. And they have a gate. Like, they can close it off, but they just seem to leave it open 24 hours pretty much. But I decided let's go to Hard Rock and play some slots. Walk in, immediately see Wonder Woman machines. The new ones, not the old ones. Pull your card directly out and place it directly in the machine. Yeah, I did use my card because I ended up playing for about three hours. Like, I stayed Uh until 2 in the morning. that's good. Yeah. So I played a lot of Wonder Woman, played some other slots that went really poorly. Wonder Woman went fine. Played video poker. I got to play video poker for a while and lost, like, 60 bucks on video poker. So not terrible. Got a bunch of drinks straight to the machine. Uh, Drink service was very good. Walked back to the room at 2. Got back to the room at, like, 2.15. Hard Rock mm-hmm. is such a short walk from Showboat. Very, very easy. So that was nice. Because I was leaving Hard Rock and I was like, this is going to be further than I think it is. And it's going to be annoying. No. But no, you literally, you it's... go out the furthest doors yeah. by Sugar Factory. And it's just like right around the corner and you're into, show, mm-hmm. into Showboat. So that was nice. Isn't the old nightclub or whatever? Yes, they do shows there. Yeah, they oh, do some they? shows in that theater. The old Casbah? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's like a theater. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. That they do like their smaller shows in. Yeah, that's the only thing that's between the two though, right? Yeah, and so if they have a show there, the bar is open, and you can actually go out through those doors, and you're even closer. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, so that was my day on Thursday. <laughs> All right. Friday, we woke up, went to Starbucks at Ocean, because mm-hmm. Showboat, the breakfast options seem to be all at Bricker's Burgers, which had a very long uh-huh. line. Oh, there's coffee in the gift shop, if you go to the gift shop out by the lobby. <laughs> but it's like totally gas station coffee. Like that gift shop looks like a gas station gift shop. It's very funny. Or like a gas station store, convenience yeah. store. 
got Starbucks. My son wanted a chocolate croissant, ordered it. They were like, oh, we just ran out of that. So I was like, you know what? There's cappuccino right upstairs. Let's run up and get one. So we ended up actually going eating Starbucks and then going to cappuccino and getting more stuff at cappuccino, which mm-hmm. cappuccino was better than Starbucks. Get back at around 11.40 to showboat and can see that there's already a pretty long line at the water park. And I was like, well, it just opened. You know, this will probably filter through. And then when we come back down, there won't be as much of a line. Mm-hmm. Get into bathing suits, grab our towels, go down to the line. And... The water park entrance is very close to the check-in desk. So it's all the way at the end of that hallway. Where we got into the back of the line, it snaked around past the Atlantic City Eatery to the left towards the old poker room. So that is how long the line was. Doesn't sound great. The security guard was like, we have never seen it this long, ever. We ended up waiting in line for an hour and a half. Good. We debated so many times about just getting out of the line. Mm Mm-hmm. And my feeling was there was no scenario where we could be like, we're not going to the water park this trip. Right. And I bought a Groupon that expires in January. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, well, we could come a future Friday or Monday, which is what the Groupon's for. I mean, could you have tried to come back uh, like three or four hours later to see if the line was shorter? Was that an option? We could have, but it wasn't any better. <laughs> so okay. we didn't want to so, risk that. And, and it turned out that it would have been basically exactly the same. Yeah. And, and yeah, it would have been the same. And pretty quickly after we get into the line, we see somebody with a big cart of water is like handing out waters to the line. And we're like, this is a bad sign. Like, this, yeah, that's not good. Like this is not moving very fast. Then after maybe half an hour, somebody comes around and is just giving out 60-minute play cards to Lucky Snake like water. Like families were ending up with like 10 60-minute play cards because <laughs> mm-hmm. they just kept coming around with them. So at that point, that at least meant like if you have both parents there, I could go take the kids to Lucky Snake and they could play and they don't have to experience just standing in this line for 90 minutes. You know, the other thing we thought about was like, do we try to either cancel the Groupon or like upgrade the Groupon to Saturday and come back Saturday? But my concern was we're leaving Saturday and the Saturday, why would the Saturday line be any shorter than the Friday line? So we just like stuck it out, played arcade games, lots of complaining amongst the parents in the line the whole time. So what is this line even? Is it their like capacity no, issues? it is a massive bottleneck at the admissions. I don't understand how that's possible. I don't know why it takes five to ten minutes to check every person. They had 15 lines open. Well, at the start, that was a big part of the problem. They just did not anticipate this big of a crowd, so they didn't have enough staff. So the line starts getting huge because of that point. After a little while, they managed to get every register, register. open. Mm-hmm. So it's 15 registers. But it's still taking like 10 minutes per family to get through. So like, what do you do up there? I don't understand. I don't know why it takes so long. And they need to figure it out because, like, it was such a huge bottleneck. And I I think part of it is, like, everybody's waited in line for an hour or more and then they want to get to the front and complain about the experience, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Part of it is, like, everybody has a Groupon and the Groupon needs to be converted, which is also part of the problem because the Groupon's not dated. So they, you know, they don't have a way of knowing, you know, if you buy admission through Showboat. You have a specific date and they know how many people are coming, but there was a group on. So like everybody just showed up because this is a weekday group on. So I think it was like a perfect storm of a Friday. That's a holiday for all of Jersey public schools, weekday pricing group on like all of that converged at once for like the biggest crowd that the water parks ever had. But there's still no excuse for like how long it takes. And finally we get in like it's, it's more crowded than you would expect on like the most crowded Saturday of summer. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so it's like extremely, extremely crowded. The lines for all the food are very long. I mean, we anticipated all this, but I will say like the lines for the water slides were not crazy long. 
Like, certainly you could get into the kiddie pool and it wasn't super crowded, but the kiddie pool was freezing cold. So, <laughs> like, my son didn't really want to go into that. The splash pad thing was not overly crowded, so you could do the slide, a little slide in the splash pad over and over again. So my kids did mm-hmm. that. At the start, the Lazy River was not absolutely packed. So, like, my wife and daughter went and did that, uh, and it was nice. But then my son wanted to do it, and then it was just a mob scene for the Lazy River. Like, a huge weight of just complete disorganized mess trying to get into the Lazy River. There's, like, one entrance that's supposed to be the entrance and then, like, three points where you can exit. But everybody's just entering at all the exits. There are more tubes than there should be in the in the thing to begin with. So you're just, like playing bumper boats the whole time around the lazy river it was like the most stressful lazy river the least (laughs) lazy lazy river it would be an extremely nice lazy river if it wasn't so crowded but yeah that was just like the craziest sort of most crowded thing in the water park Mm -hmm. and then all the seats are just immediately taken you know Mm -hmm. so you just got to kind of find a place to set your stuff down find a place to hide your towels and yeah so it's hard to really review the water park i'll say it is gorgeous in there it's beautiful it's so new, so clean. The water slide setup, I think, is really cool. The bar setup is actually cool, which I didn't actually go to any of the bars, but they've got sort of a little, like, treehouse tiki-style bar in the middle that a bunch of adults were hanging out at. I don't know where their kids were. Well, there were a lot of, like, youngish teens, that, to me, seems like the absolute ideal age to go. Mm-hmm. 12, 13, 14, like those kids are going to have an absolute blast. They can do all the slides. They can go off on their own. Even like 10, 11, it is, it's very nice in there. Like the, the slides look very cool. I only managed to do one slide and I wasn't even going to do that. Except my daughter was like, you have to do it if I do it. It was fun. One water slide. Good time. I tried to convince her to do other ones and she was like, no, I don't want to. It's too scary. (laughs) But I would go again on a less crowded day. Mm. which I think is basically any day other than that. (laughs) Yeah, any day except for teacher's conference weekend. I mean, basically, I think the main thing is the weekday pricing off-season is cheap. And basically, it was a a weekend with weekday pricing Mm -hmm. and a Groupon. (laughs) So there's a whole bunch of, like, families of four who are getting in for 35 bucks a person, which is what the Groupon came out to, or a little more than that, which is a great deal. But that deal was meant for weekdays. And this was effectively a weekend. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when we walked out on Saturday at 11, right when it opened, no line. You could have walked right <laughs> up to an open register and gone in. So in retrospect, obviously, we should have gone on Saturday. But I was thinking the line was going to be just as long. Like, it's still yeah. the holiday weekend. It was uh, like it's Saturday instead of Friday. Like, why would it be any shorter? <laughs> but yeah, it just seems like it was a perfect storm on Friday. We did end up spending, I think, by about two minutes less time in the water park than we spent in line. (laughs) Perfect. Love it. But again, trying to view it through my kids' eyes, they, like, didn't really experience the line because they went to Showboat. Like, Uh I mean, because they went to the Lucky Snake. They didn't seem to feel like it was so overly crowded that they couldn't do anything. Like, my son got to do the little kitty slide over and over again, no problem. They got to do the splash pad. Uh, My daughter got to do the one slide that she wanted to do, and she seemed fine with that. She spent a bunch of time in the Lazy River, which she loved. And they enjoyed it. Like I, when I asked them afterwards, like, hey, did you have fun? They were like, yeah, it was great. So uh, like they just experienced things differently. Like I remember being fine waiting in crazy long lines to do like two water slides in a day at Six Flags. So I guess that's just part of being a kid. Whereas now like people talk about going to Disney and I'm like, this sounds like torture. Like it's just waiting in line all the time. Like this is a good use of your time. I can't do it. I, I will say I'm not much of a Disney apologist, but it's not really like that. But, you know, you have to pay an arm and a leg to to not have that experience. 
Yeah, so I left thinking I want to try it again, which seems crazy given the experience. Uh-huh. People were livid, obviously, rightfully, about the weight. Showboat could have done a lot of things differently, I think. Like, I think in retrospect, it would have been way better if they had gone through the line and said, if you have whatever, a Groupon or a ticket for today, we will honor it tomorrow. And I think that would have gotten a lot of people out of the line. I'll give them credit for, you know, giving the game cards. I'll also give them credit for, like, Basically, everybody gets to the front of the line and complains about the line. It's like, mm. what is going on? This is unbelievable, which makes everything take longer because then right. you've got to, like, appease them. Everybody was so cheerful. Like, all the staff is, like, so upbeat in the face of this, and I just can't imagine. <laughs> like, it just seems like a miserable day of being berated by every single parent with two kids who comes up to the front of the line. They sent, like, a lot of staff through to, like, talk to parents and go sort of, like, hear them out and, I guess, try to hear those complaints before they got to the front of the line. What was really shocking was how many people were getting to the front of the line and, like, buying tickets. Like, you didn't even have a ticket for today and you're willing to – like, I would have been like, I don't have tickets. I'm out of here. Like, I've paid zero cents to this. <laughs> I am mm-hmm. not going to this. Yeah, I wish we had gone Saturday instead. It would have been way less crowded. Honestly, on a day when it's not crowded, it's probably awesome. It seems very nice, clean. My one big thing I will say is the kiddie pool is is too cold for one thing. Like, that, fix that. But, like, it just needs a regular pool, and I don't understand the adults-only area. There is a regular big rectangular pool in there. Just ditch the adults-only area. Just make it open so that people can swim in the pool. I mean, I guess the argument is, like, oh, it'll just get very crowded with kids, and, like, the adults won't like it. Nobody's going there without kids. Hmm. It's Atlantic City. The adults are going to the bars that aren't in the water park. That is my one suggestion. The other suggestion I'd make about the room is, like, all those balcony rooms should not be one king rooms anymore. Like, put two queens and a, and some bunk beds in there. <laughs> and you'll sell those rooms every weekend because, like, getting family a family of four in a huge room like that, that would be way more convenient. So that was the water park experience. Any other questions about the water park? No, I think that was very <laughs> detailed. <laughs> I wanted to give a really detailed review because it was yeah, it's, no, no, no. It's a lot of interest, it's, right? It's the, the, big, the biggest thing in AC that we hadn't reviewed. So, And I still feel like it's not a real like clean review of it because mm-hmm. of the experience was so unique on that day. Yeah. So we went to Hard Rock at 5 to go to Hard Rock okay. Cafe to get the Lionel Messi kids meal. Okay. As I titled the last episode, The Ballon d'Or of Kid Meltdowns, to see if we could actually have that kid meltdown. Mm-hmm. Got there at 5 p.m., 45-minute wait already. <laughs> At five. I'm surprised. Again, Veterans Day. They're running all sorts of veterans promotions, mm. teachers conference. Like, there's just a lot of people there. They didn't have the, like, larger portion of the, the room open that's down by the stage until 530. So, again, like, it's already a huge queued up wait at five o'clock. Mm. Like, just the lack of expectation for this big of a crowd. The service was weird at Hard Rock. Like, we, <laughs> we order... And there's like a kid's meal where there's a bunch of options. Like you pick a meal you, and then you're supposed to be able to pick a side and a beverage and a dessert for a little bit of extra money. And we ordered the meals and the guy was just like running around trying to get as many tables as possible, I guess, in as short amount of time as possible. So he just like assumed the side that the kids wanted and like assumed the drinks that the kids wanted. So he like brought out apple juices and it's like the kids are like, we don't want these. Like what? <laughs> and he brought fries with the kids meal, which is like a safe assumption. But my kids are both weird and really like fruit and fruit was one of the options. So they were like, oh, mm-hmm. can we get fruit? So he did just bring out fruit for free. So that was fine. Like he was like, yeah, I'll just replace that as whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, they don't have the golden balls. They were out already. <laughs> <laughs> it, was there a meltdown? There was not. He saw it on the menu. He even heard us talk to a guy who came around, a manager who came around to the table 
and like asked us how things were going. And I was sort of trying to discreetly be like, what's the deal with the golden balls? And he was saying like they ordered six cases at the start of the week and they didn't expect to get any kids really because it's Atlantic City. Right. And he was thinking like they'd get kids later in the week because the teachers conference. And he said like early in the week, they were already gone. Like they just for some reason got a lot of kids this week. So I don't know if a bunch mm-hmm. of people just took off the whole week or what. So no golden ball. And he didn't have a meltdown. I will give my son credit. No meltdown. He was sort of like trying to figure out how to get one in his little brain. If he just had a meltdown, he would have been on eBay. I did see you can buy them in the shop for $6. So if I really wanted to, I could go to the one in New York on the way home from work. Oh, and buy it, but he didn't seem that broken up about it. He didn't cry enough to to uh, to earn it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I got a pulled pork sandwich. It was exactly what you expect. It was fine at the Hard Rock. Yeah, totally fine. Yeah, my wife got the messy chicken sandwich. She said it was not very good. My son got the messy burger only because it was called the messy burger. He wouldn't even take a bite of it because it had some sort of like onion remoulade thing on it, which is weird because it's a kids' meal burger. <laughs> that is weird. I mean, I tasted it. It tasted like nothing. Like he would have been fine with it if he had actually tried it. So he ended up eating fruit and French fries and my daughter's pasta, Mm -hmm. uh, which my daughter got. That actually was one thing the waiter assumed that he got dead right. The pasta in the kids meal is supposed to come with like veggies mixed in it. And he was like, she's not going to want these veggies. And he just brought a plate of like pasta with marinara sauce. That was Mm -hmm. 100% correct guess on the waiter's part. (laughs) It was fine. It was totally fine. I mean, like it's hard rock. What do you expect? Oh, I will say one comment. We had to kill 45 minutes during the wait, and it was very uncomfortable. Like, I did not like that experience at all. Like, being in Hard Rock, it's so hard to kill 45 minutes in the casino with the kids. I tried to get them, like, out of the casino area as fast as possible. Yeah, just go upstairs. Which is what we did. Mm-hmm. You can't get anywhere in Hard Rock without walking through the casino. Well, you can walk around upstairs, but that's really the only... I mean, I know, because I stayed in Hard Rock with my kids, and it is very hard to get to the, the elevators... It's totally the opposite of ocean where you can just – you never have to set foot on the casino floor, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated <laughs> when we went to Cappuccino. But with Hard Rock, if we had walked further down the boardwalk, you could have come in and gone straight to Hard Rock. Like we could have mm-hmm. figured this out, but we just went in the first entrance possible. You have to like literally cut across the entire casino floor. You're walking <laughs> like right by blackjack tables and stuff. And so I just feel like the stares of people like, oh, you've got these two like little kids walking through the casino, which probably was not even happening, except that I just know how people feel about it. Like I've seen all the complaints on the Facebook groups. I, I, I'm sure that didn't actually happen, but I, I did hear comments when we were actually upstairs, <laughs> which was very annoying. Like we're upstairs away from the casino floor, like in all the food court stuff. Uh-huh. And yeah, a couple of people are commenting about like, oh, the kids playing upstairs, like because they're just like running around uh-huh. trying to kill time. And a couple of, like, older ladies are like, mm, they're, they're going to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> so I didn't like that experience at all. And I don't know if it's so much because of that feeling of, like, I just care too much what other people think, which I do. Or if it's because, in my mind, I also separate the casino from the kid thing. So it, to me, the casino is a place that I, like, go to get away from all the shit. And, like, to then, now it's, like, married in a very uncomfortable way. It was kind of weird. I think it's mostly that you care too much about what other people think. Probably. Uh, so we went back to play some more games at Lucky Snake. Kids loved it again. I will say if you're just trying to rack up tickets, the game to play is the like little bowling game next to Ski Ball. But there are four machines. The two machines on the left pay double tickets. Or the two machines on the right pay half tickets. I'm not sure which is which. But don't play the two machines on the right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we, we actually got done at like a decent time. I think it was around eight. We wanted a dessert. But there's no desserts at the... The Ace. The Ace. 
There's no shakes at Brickers, even though it says shakes. Yeah, in isn't neon. It burgers and shakes. No, no whatever. shakes at Brickers. Got to go to the er- the Earl of Sandwich and show Bo Shirley. <laughs> yeah, that's closed with a little like mini lift in there, like construction <laughs> lift. We went to the little gift shop, figuring we'd just get a chocolate bar, but they have one of those like good humor ice cream things. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. coolers. So my daughter got an ice cream san- like cookie ice cream sandwich, much smaller than my son's the night before. And my son got like a chocolate eclair bar or whatever they're called, or like a it was like a cookies and cream bar. Classic. Total price for those two items, five dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. I think it was cheaper than buying them at a local convenience store. I couldn't believe it when she rang them up and one was three dollars and one was two fifty. Uh, because, you know, I've bought things at casino convenience stores. And let me tell right. you, like a $6 Gatorade. Let me or, tell you. Yeah. At Emperor's Essentials, it wouldn't have been uh, $3 no, and two fifty. Absolutely not. And they loved it. Like, I think they liked it 10 times more than what they got at Sugar Factory. Right. <laughs> so just, you know, gas station convenience store ice cream. Totally satisfying if you're a five and eight-year-old. Everyone was in bed by 10 p.m. And, of course, I'm thinking, like, I've got the entire night. Like, I've got three to four hours to do what I want to do. Yep. But we have all these 60-minute play cards. So I was like, do I go to Ocean and play more video poker? Yeah, man. Or do I just go downstairs and play some pinball and some games? And for some reason, I just was not feeling more gambling. Like, it went really badly on the slots in video poker the night before. Oh, did it? And and I was kind of like, do I really want to go like lose another $200 tonight? Not really. And I figured I could use a 60-minute card. And if I still was like, eh, now I can waltz over and play video poker if I want. So I ended up playing an hour of pinball on a 60-minute card that we had from waiting in line. It was really fun just like being able to play one pinball machine over and over again and like sort of understand the machine and get better at it and then jump to another one and do the same thing. Like that was really nice. My brother had sort of said he did not like the new pinball area that they moved stuff to because it's sort of like this very separate room. And it is a little weird if nobody else was in it because it feels completely separate from everything else. But there were always people in it when I was there, so it seemed totally fine. They have all the retro arcade games in there also. Played some of those. And then when the hour was up, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a car to just like rack up some tickets so that the kids have some more tickets because i also like those <laughs> stupid games you know like coin pushers and yeah, i know you, you ball and and that bowling game i ended up playing that bowling game a ton just because i kept getting getting like 75 tickets every time i swiped my card and it was really fun and i finished i actually had to like squeeze through the gates closed off because they didn't come through and announce that they were closing so you're just in in the arcade and got locked in so there were like a bunch of people in the arcade that like had to figure out how to get <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> weird like i think the arcade's amazing it's great the the amount of stuff the variety that they have almost nothing is just broken which is shocking for how big it is uh there's like one of the weird sort of like you have to throw some balls at some like coconuts or acorns or something that was broken but like very little else is broken and just like new games like being on that huge casino floor with all the games like it's very filled out it doesn't feel like sparse at all and it kind of like makes sense with the casino floor vibe so i actually really enjoyed that and enjoyed the time it is not a cheap way to spend a night let me tell you like i i don't think it was significantly cheaper than gambling the night before mm-hmm. <laughs> you know even with the 60 minute car it's like going and buying my own drinks for one thing like mm-hmm. i bought a bottle of beer is nine dollars i think uh or no it was eight you know i got a couple cocktails that were like 16 dollars each so like stuff is just expensive like everywhere like these the, those prices aren't outrageous for a hotel bar kind of thing kind of expensive yeah i guess it's it's normal for a hotel bar but the showboat is not nearly as nice as a normal hotel bar so like the drinks would be more at the casino bar at like hard rock 100 percent. but it's much nicer but it was fun like it was a fun way to spend the night went to bed at a reasonable time 
zero gambling on Friday. Mm. Woke up on Saturday, went back to Cafe Chino for breakfast because the kids really liked it. <laughs> uh, it's just like a nice place to sit. They have a lot of good pastries and stuff, but we ordered breakfast sandwiches and they were like not very good. <laughs> okay. And my wife ordered a pumpkin spice latte, which was really bad. Uh-huh. Which sucks because my experience with cappuccino is that their coffee drinks are actually usually very good, but mm-hmm. her pumpkin spice latte was gross. And then, yeah, we both got breakfast sandwiches and my daughter got a breakfast sandwich that were all not good. My son, who got a chocolate croissant and some fruit, like he was extremely happy. And then my daughter got a donut, which she liked. So stick with the pastries, skip the breakfast sandwiches, mm-hmm. I think. And then went back and played even more games. Had all those 60-minute cards, man. Yes, used two more 60-minute cards for both kids. And basically, like, one parent followed one kid around, one parent followed the other kid around. And then went and used the tickets, which we had, like, 6,300 tickets, which actually goes back to, like, I had gone a couple times previously. So, like, we did not rack up all those tickets this time. I think we got maybe, like, 3,000 tickets over the course of two days. So it was interesting to see, like, what they could get for that amount of tickets. So my son got some very overpriced for tickets, like weird snowmobile action figure set okay which he loves now and he's like carrying it around everywhere it has a polar bear and like an action gi joe looking action figure dude the next day he dressed for school like his action figure guy it was very cute uh my daughter got an inflatable chair for her room (laughs) so that was kind of cool for like 2500 tickets and then they both got like you know a bunch of junk yeah during this whole thing uh so i paid for the parking on thursday when we arrived and it was like okay parking is through noon and so I was like, oh, we're going to leave at like 1245. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm going to gamble on it. What are the odds they come through and check in those 45 minutes? Surely I, w- I don't have to pay another $25 for mm-hmm. an hour of, of parking on Sunday. Right. And then I get a text on my phone that's like, we noticed that your car is still in the garage. We've charged you for today with a $10 convenience fee. Oh, so it's $35. $35. So I gambled and lost because, you know, you come to AC to gamble. You got $85. $85 bucks for three days of parking. Just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous amount to pay for parking. Uh, I mean, yeah, unbelievable. Even the the most expensive casino is so much cheaper than that because it's never per day, right? It's never per day. Like, we're staying in the freaking hotel. Like, figure this out where it's not this expensive. When we parked, somebody pulled in, like, three people pulled in in a car, and they got out, and they were like, what's the deal with the parking? And I was like, it's 25 bucks. And they were like, even for an hour? And I was like, it's 25 bucks. No matter how long you stay, it is 25 bucks a day. And they were like, uh, can we get out of here before we pay? And they just like got in the car and like sped away. <laughs> so like you're losing business that way for one thing. So that was annoying. I mean, I tried to tell myself it's like not that much in the grand scheme of the price of the trip, but like it's just like another thing that's frustrating about show. But kids were starving at this point. So we were going to just go home and grab on the way. And they were like, we're hungry. So we went to the Atlantic City Eatery. Got a big pizza and some fries. Mm-hmm. The pizza was like, I mean, it was snack stand pizza. I said it reminded me of the pizza at every ice rink I went to growing up, mm-hmm. which is edible, but not good. Like, it's certainly bad pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fries tasted good. Pizza's pizza, man. It's always edible. What I'll say about the Ace is that it's a depressing place to sit. <laughs> like, it's so much like what our old complaints about Showboat were, which is... It used to be, I think, part of the House of Blues space. And so it's still decorated like House of Blues, dark, the floor is very bare, and it just like doesn't fit the vibe of arcade, water park, like very brightly lit, colorful stuff. So then you go in there, it's just like dark and feels, I mean, not dingy, but like not the cleanest and just like not a pleasant space to be and to be sitting and eating. And so it was like a, a crappy way to end the trip, even though the food was 
fine. The kids ate it. And they didn't complain the way ho- whole way home about being hungry, which is like the only goal that we had of going there. But yeah, like just do something to that space to make it not as depressing, please. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, drove home, got home at like five. We ended up staying for a while. We ended up leaving. It was almost three by the time we left. So we got a pretty full day on Saturday. Kids had a blast. They loved the trip. They haven't begged to go back to to Atlantic City yet, but we'll see where it ranks on their love for kid-focused trips between this and Hershey because usually mm-hmm. they ask to go to the Hershey Lodge. So we'll see when they start asking again if they're asking for this or for Hershey Lodge. And that's it. Trip report done. <laughs> so speedy. I have so many thoughts. I mean, I, I mentioned a lot. Overall, there's this weird feeling in Showboat that everything is managed by different companies. Like the parking is clearly through some other management app. Like you pay through some third-party thing. Even the bars, you can tell like everybody's wearing shirts for some like DC events or something. The restaurants are clearly managed by different companies. The water park seems to be managed by a different company. The arcade, the hotel, like everything. And so you get this very disjointed experience. And like none of them seem to have operations down, right? Like they need to hire some sort of like operations management genius to come in and just like clean all the shit up. Just make the experience better, make it more like seamless between everything for one thing, but also like why are there like such long waits for everything? It doesn't make any sense. Like the check-in shouldn't take this long. Getting into the water park shouldn't take this long. The parking thing, like again, I mean, that's not a wait thing, but like if there was some synergy between water park, hotel, parking, arcade, it wouldn't be $85 for three days or $75 for three days to park. Like it makes no sense that it costs that much and it's hurting their business. I guarantee it is hurting their business. All that stuff was was frustrating. But again, looking at through the eyes of my kids, they loved it. They had plenty to do. We were never just like sitting around in the room with them on the iPads trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. I weirdly left thinking it was like somehow more overwhelming staying in a hotel where the first floor is all an arcade even than staying in a hotel where the first floor is all a casino, (laughs) just in terms of like sensory overload. Mm -hmm. But I expect a lot of that is that I also had the sensory overload of having to keep track of kids, Mm. which you don't have in the casino. So it was exhausting. Like it was an exhausting trip for all of those reasons, but the kids loved it. And that was the main goal. Good. When are you taking the kids back? I definitely left not thinking I was in any rush to do this whole experience again. (laughs) Right. But but now that I have three days to to decompress, I was also thinking, like, I can't talk about this tomorrow. Like, I can't talk about it on Monday because I just can't get my thoughts around it. Right. And clearly, I still am a jumbled mess of hour-long trip report. But mm-hmm. I feel much more positive about it now that I'm not totally exhausted. And, like, I do really want to take them to the water park on maybe, like, one of their minimum days, like their half days from school, just mm-hmm. play hooky and, and go – and get weekday pricing when it's not going to be crowded. But still, you only stayed like 80 minutes there or something, right? Well, part of that was because of the crowds. Like we could, we didn't want to wait in crowds for food. We couldn't sit anywhere, uh-huh. right? I'm sure we would have stayed a little bit longer for that. But like also, you know, drive even if they only spend an hour and a half the next sure. time we go and it's not crowded. Yeah, it's worth it. They would still spend th- three hours in the arcade, right? Yeah, like yeah. they'd still love everything else. Like go get a snack on the boardwalk or something. Mm-hmm. So like all of that, I would recommend on a less crowded weekend (laughs) like just pick a day that's not even go on a saturday like just pay extra to go on a saturday so you are going supposedly in like 24 hours what's going on with that 
I I don't know. Uh, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb when we started recording this. So my best guess is that I am not going in 24 hours. I'm probably going to be going in 48 hours for one night. Like I mentioned at the top of the episode, I do have Thursday through Saturday booked right now at Tropicana because that's where our friend Dave could book a room. And I I suspect there would have been a lot of hurt feelings if I booked somewhere else. So... (laughs) Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's just going to end up being one night now because of some stuff that, that came up in Dave's life. But it should be me, Dave, and Taylor going. Like I said, my best guess is it's going to be one night for Friday night. But it's possible that it still ends up being two nights. I'm, I'm not really sure. What tower are you booked in Tropicana? Havana. Okay. My only choices that I could get comped were West, Chelsea, and Havana. And so my choice was obvious. Oh, yeah. I looked yesterday and I could get... I couldn't get north or south. For Friday only, I could get West, Chelsea, Havana, North, uh-huh. but I think not South. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to go. Uh, Confirmed. Cool. We've got too much going on. I mean, I've got a hockey game tomorrow, but also we're trying to deal with some HVAC stuff. I don't have heat in my house. It's good. It's a lot of fun. Good. Perfect. As I said, I thrive in chaos. So I think that odds are very good we're going to at least go to Linux City at some point in the next, say, three <laughs> or four days. When exactly it is, I'm not I'm not totally sure yet whether Caesars will let me out of my reservation. They should, I think, but we'll we'll see. I'll have to call and, and make some discussions with them. Yeah. I think especially shortening from two days to one day, I think canceling entirely might be a little bit harder. They might give me the, the fifty dollar fine or whatever if I cancel entirely, but yeah, hope hopefully they're they're okay with me making it two days to one day. So I I guess my, my last question for you then. Craig, is is when are we going to go? Because, you know, last I heard is starting, say, one month from now, you're going to be MIA for for a number of months. Well, let me ask you one question about your trip first. Okay. Is this just gambling? Do you have anything? Yeah, I don't think we're going to do anything other than gamble. Not the hook? No, no way. No restaurant plans? You'll just go go to some noodle house, whatever the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to go in December if you're open to it. It seems like my December is not going to be as insane. Okay. Like it's got it got much more structured. So, so I'm gonna have a lot of work, but it's gonna be much more structured, I think. Okay. So I can I should have some if, a lot more clarity in like what days I can take if off. If you wanna take off some days, I'm free for much of the month, I think. If you wanna do a weekend, I think it's like literally only the weekend of the ninth or whatever. I think weekends are going to be really hard for me anyway. Okay, so, so you would just be taking some time off, like a day or two off of work and, and doing it probably. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. I, I mean, I think either like go Thursday after work or something and do Thursday to Friday or go, I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk. I would definitely like to go. I don't know how realistic early December is for you because you're going this weekend. But like, yeah, mid-December, something in there. Yeah, yeah. early December, mid-December. I think they're both fine. Optimistic that you can get in December trip? Yeah. I don't see why not. I mean, Me too. I'm, I don't I'm reasonably optimistic. have anything either. really on the schedule. So beyond like some weekend stuff. All right. Yeah, we'll talk off here. All right. Uh, I think it's probably best. Unfortunately, I know I promised that we would answer the refrigerator pee questions this episode, but this episode is way, way, way long. So we should probably wait. But I promise that my trip report will be much, much quicker. So <laughs> I'm going to be like pulling teeth. I'm going to drag that episode out. Uh, any final thoughts before I, I close it up? I have one hour of final thoughts. All right. So if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Uh, find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for a uh, Send tweets to Craig at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig some questions via email. And we may even read them on air. I'll say we probably will read them on air to do for a win at gmail.com. Any last thoughts? Nope. See you <laughs> next week or the week after. Yeah, next week or the week after. Next week. Probably not Thanksgiving week. Yeah. 
I could probably do something Thanksgiving week, but uh, Monday or Tuesday would be best for me because the kids are off starting Wednesday. So I think once once that starts, certainly it would be a problem. But yeah, maybe the week after. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you again soon. Yeah, man. Sorry. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> fine. It's what the people expect, I think.